Hot Damn. You're listening to Season 3 of Frolicking Chronicles. Welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you had a really happy birthday. I had a pretty good birthday. Um, my backup plan is if I'm not going anywhere with you or we're not doing something together, um, I've been able to go to Dukes in Huntington Beach, and I just love it. Sis, I have to tell you, um, did not anticipate that we would be spending our birthday away from each other. No, we did not. However, it really worked out to my advantage really my husband Eric's advantage uh, <laughs> because he was able to knock a major thing off of his uh, bucket list. And you got to do something really cool. Really, really and cool. And maybe something that would have been on your bucket list. You didn't know it yet. I, I didn't. Know. I didn't know it yet. I think that's how I would have felt had I been able to go with you. So if you guys listened to our uh, last week's episode, you know that we were focused on Alaska and aliens. And this past weekend over our birthday, what we like to coin as our birthday weekend, I was able to go to Salt Lake City, Utah for my daughter's roller derby tournament. And lo and behold, my husband said, you know Skinwalker Ranch is only 2.5 hours away from here. So that is, in fact, how I spent my birthday. We um, made a tour uh, at 3 p.m., which was perfect. So we were able to enjoy our morning in this 1894 historic Victorian Okay, home. that was a cool Airbnb, and I feel like you need to include that in our notes. 100%. So our Patreon uh, followers or our Patreon members, uh, instead of putting our Zoom recording of this interview, because today we're actually together sitting on my couch, uh, which is such a gift, so thanks for coming mm-hmm. out from HBSIS, uh, we will be airing the footage that I took in Utah around Skinwalker Ranch and also the 1894 Victorian home that is an Airbnb. Anybody can rent it out and it was just completely perfect. So we uh, looked up probably, well, our birthday landed on a Monday. So yeah. so Sunday we were it like, It landed okay. on Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. that How perfect is I that? I know. So when I was like, oh my gosh, he's at Skinwalker Ranch on Indigenous <laughs> Peoples Day. This is crazy. That is so Because I personally amazing. just... For you guys out there, I don't know much about Skinwalker Ranch. I did not get into the show when we tried to first watch it, my husband and I, Paxton. And I've been on kind of having the crash course or clip, you know. Yeah, uh, the Skinwalker. Yeah, clip notes. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's great. The Skinwalker Ranch. Well, and it's it's one of these things that kind of has always been an undertone in our home that Eric has wanted to do and has been on his bucket list. Now, I had... If you follow us on Instagram, you'll see that I put a post that links my personal Instagram with our Frolic and Chronicles Instagram, and I had said this is Eric's number one bucket list, but I item, but I was wrong. He he said it's it's a close number one, uh-huh. but it's actually number two. Is it Area Fifty One? No, or? number one is Machu Picchu. Oh, I want to go to and Machu I'm Picchu. And I'm like, oh yeah. So Ooh, that sounds like manifesting <gasps> that. That would be an amazing. Fiftieth birthday? Yeah, I don't know. Guys. I don't know. We got to work towards that. So uh, turns out you cannot just go, much like Area Fifty One. You cannot just go. You can't you know, show up and own. you can't show up and just be like, "Oh, hey, I want to check out Skinwalker Ranch today." The only people who get access typically are celebrities, 
Uh, of course. You know, all that. I always say that about Jack Osborne. He gets the, you know, yeah, he's, he gets he's, into he's, the front of the line because he has also Discovery Plus and by the way, 10 different shows. If you, <laughs> have, yeah, if you have not watched uh, Jack Osborne's UFO show and you need to crash course like Samantha did, I would definitely recommend watching that. It's about two hours long and it's completely worth it. Uh, Jamie Kennedy's on it's it. It's fun. Jay it, from uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Yes, they're on it. And they're just so damn cute. And Samantha will share a Jamie Kennedy quote later on when we're getting uh-huh. ready to talk about our cocktail. Uh, but it does give you that crash course because they are interviewing locals. That guy Ben comes on. Um, he's all about the UFO. He's an ex-FBI agent. And so, yeah, um, when we realized, hey, this actually may be able to happen. They actually have tours on Monday. Uh, I think I mentioned we went on the 3 p.m. tour. Now, it is not cheap to go on this tour. It was $150 per person. Wow. And because it was my birthday, and my bestie, you know, Ian, um, was like, let's just do it. You know, so, <laughs> YOLO. We yeah, only live once. You know, they did it, it, but come on. I guess we keep things good. exciting. Yeah. And so how this tour plays out is that you um, drive to this location. It's like hey, UFO Valley but I, but I did campsite. Not spend five hundred dollars to make sure that my family saw Alcatraz. So I, I'm with Oh, you. okay. <laughs> I don't think I know that story. Yeah. So um basically what happens is it's it's Sunday, we decide Betty we had a whole day of roller derby on Saturday. Because roller derby is what brought you to Salt Lake yes. City, the um, team. And they actually have a derby depot and mm-hmm. you know FFF Foothill Foxy Flyers shout out um to congratulations on the video uh, junior foxtails they won back to back it was pretty impressive because if you know anything about roller derby they usually need to roster 14 people they were one less the girls had to play back to back and so we just didn't know and and if you are from southern california uh the altitude in utah is mm. higher so ian was suffering because new orleans is, is below sea <laughs> so he already i'm right above it in, yeah uh, oh lord as soon as he saw the stairs in the airbnb as soon as he saw the stairs at fear factory jesus he was just why so defeated. he was so defeated <laughs> he, and he wanted aliens to come yes, up yes, the yes, stairs. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and so i shared a, a little reel um on fear factory and unfortunately you just can't really record it's just mm. not allowed and they have cameras everywhere uh but if you find yourself in salt lake city and it's during the time of the fear factory haunt guys it's totally worth it i'll talk more about that maybe on instagram live or i I don't know maybe we'll just do our favorite haunts like a favorite list of this or that um but getting to skinwalker ranch we were able to book this tour it's over two hours long it's a minimum of two hours but the tour guide there she goes i never keep it within two hours and you basically so you're paying like a dollar a minute or less I guess so. Person. Yeah, if you if you think about it that way, and you're in a all terrain vehicle, that's it. Awesome. Only fit up to four. So had Logan been able to come, or had I went, we would have had to do like two. See, it all well, out. I think maybe she would have got another tour guide. I was trying oh. to think through that whole thing. Like how how does that work when you have like a big crew of people going? So it was just the four of us. So it was a very intimate tour, and she was so skilled at making sure uh, to let us know what's allowed, what's what's not allowed. Uh, copyright in, uh, infringement because here's the thing guys her land is on the mesa if you watch the history channel show they're always talking about the mesa okay they think that you know there's a ufo maybe buried in it there's a lot of paranormal activity with skinwalker ranch um it goes basically back to the native americans fighting each other um navajo uh native americans were basically uh captured how i understood it 
uh, potentially as slaves um, from the Ute Indians. And then the Navajo Indians put a curse on that land. And so the skinwalker is actually a, a being who started out as a potential medicine man, a witch Shaman. doctor in the Native American culture. And they become a very evil creature. And they usually can shapeshift into some sort of animal-looking thing, like a wolf. Um, I even read recently, like, possibly a fox. Like, there's just, like, different, which we, when I say we, Eric and I, on our side of the ATV, we actually saw a beautiful fox on the mesa run into its fox den. I mean, it was like, Oh, wow. Right. So they're changing to foxes and not wolves. And I only ask wolves, that because... Foxes, oh, wolves, okay. there's because uh, any kind of animal. Because I was trying to, you know, cram all this stuff in. And I was listening on a podcast uh, this morning. And I don't remember the name of it. But they were... I remember the guy, little kid. He sounded like a kid. Eli. It sounded like Stranger Things was giving like a podcast kind of deal. And um, they said that wolves aren't native to Utah. Okay, so so that's crazy. So if you watch this UFO thing with Jack Osborne, or you watch even, by the way, we were talking about X-Files last week. There is episode 19, season 1 on X-Files called Shapes. And it also talks about the skinwalkers, oh, okay. basically. But I think the tribes are made up in there. I think mm. there's like some things. But anyways, watching that this morning, and it's the same kind of um, premise. It looks wolf-like. Uh, has claws, um, sharp teeth, and in this uh, Jack Osborne show, UFO, uh, one of the local accounts goes into that it basically um, looks like this swarm of bees or like gnats or whatever, and then it like shape shifts into a, a wolf. Wow. They like legit saw that, and, and the guys like freaked out and were like hugging each other. They were so scared, and then it just dissipated and went away. And then uh, as they're interviewing other people, Wait, this it's the is same in the X Files. Um, this was both. A, it wasn't about, uh, Eric and Ian. No, it was not Eric <laughs> and Ian. Eric would have flipped out. You know, here's the thing. You, The last tour we could take was at 3 p.m. She does not allow tours in the night. Um, the tour guide specifically said, I don't do the dark. And you can tell it's pretty much just a danger zone. I, I mean, well, I'm watching an all-terrain vehicle. The rocks, mm -hmm. the uh, terrain is, is rough and rugged and beautiful. Right. But at night, I can only imagine it's also more of a liability. Right. And so um, for us, Eric would often make fun that, oh, short people don't look up. Betty, I mean, Betty, <laughs> Betty's taller than me probably. But um, I never look up. And a lot of it's because I'm looking at my feet. I don't want to trip. Uh, I don't want to stumble on something. Mm -hmm. And the dirt is really, really red. It's very clay-like. Um, we saw random bones. And so if you are a Patreon member, I'm going to show you the videos of what we saw. Um, I gave a little sneak peek in our story a couple days ago. But really, for our Patreon members, you'll, you'll see you'll that. You'll get a little extra. Yeah, you'll see the shell. She's assuming that somebody did some kind of saging out there on her property. And she said what happens is, is when you bring these people out, and some of them are mediums or psychics, and, and they'll say, I don't feel anything evil. Um... I think whatever you're doing is very respectful and I have to tell you at one point in the tour when she's telling us about Skinwalker Ranch and she can name all the characters. Eric knew exactly who who she was talking about who's on the show. We even saw Caleb if you're a fan the ginger security guy. He We saw the helicopter 
We saw the triangle area. We saw Homestead 1, Homestead 2, of course, from the Mesa. So our uh -huh. vantage point is like looking out and over the actual 500 plus acres. The show, ranch, the show, it. yeah, and um, we saw the red jeep. I mean, we saw like a lot of wow. things that Eric has seen in these shows. And as she's um, going on and talking about things, she's saying that we're not allowed to basically take a picture and hashtag Skinwalker Ranch or tag Skinwalker Ranch. Like that will be a liability for them. That will get them mm -hmm. in some legal trouble. However, you're allowed to take a selfie. And so she was really good about taking a family she knew group her gray area photograph. Yeah, she she knew her gray area. Um, that being said, uh, there is an area on the tour that is marked the Circle of Life, and Eric was really fascinated by this bit because he remembers seeing it on the show, which oh. means Skinwalker Ranch actually went on trespassed on her land oh, shoot. to get this um, this footage of these rocks that kind of basically form a circle. And in one of the rocks, there are these crosses, uh, three of them, which reminded me of like when Jesus was sacrificed. And it's something with the Spanish um, conquistadors or okay, conquerors, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. coming over. And when Christianity was brought, it, so there's a very rich, layered history in Utah. However, you cannot deny that it is UFOs. Uh, more specifically than just like a ghost or a spirit that you know brings what's you to the mesa. That I'm hearing right now is that Utah has this plethora of paranormal or unexplained things. When mostly, I don't know about our listeners, but for me, I just automatically think Mormons. Dry oh, town. sure, a dry you know. town. Mm -hmm. And we were. That's an interesting point too because we're in Salt Lake City and we're thinking, oh shoot, we got to go to the grocery store. Which Eric did all of that for us. It's not um, like our Target where you can get your wine and some beer at the same time as your other stuff on your Target run, right? Yeah, you, you want to make a liquor store. I think by the time we got out of Fear Factory, the only place to get food was like McDonald's, which you know is. Oh, I'm not hating on McDonald's, but I I just don't feel good when I eat that stuff. So hey, did you get the vintage? <laughs> but I was did anybody get the vintage pail? <laughs> No, got the vintage pill. So if you find yourself in Utah, I would definitely recommend checking out UFO Valley Campground. If you're a camper, you can actually take a 35-foot uh, oh, that's camper that's out there. Uh, yeah, RV. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, that. that's not my lifestyle, uh, but I know a couple people who are into it, and I think it'd be worth it. I mean... Obviously, they don't have light pollution like the way that we have out here. Sure. And you can see the stars and you can see all the beautiful everything um, there. So we spent the over two hours on the tour. And then she, she realized it was my birthday. And she said, you guys need to go to... I think my cat is in the background. Oh, totally. She's like she's like getting into the action in the back. Oh, my goodness. She's she trying to find her little, little, little cubby. cubby. Oh my goodness, it's such How, a hot mess over there. You guys, I'm sorry, Ronnie's cats are freaking hilarious. <laughs> I, I, rest in peace, Diva, actually I have like a blow up um, Day of the Dead cat in the front of my front yard. We call her Diva now. But um, your cat's just finding the smallest little, one is a Houdini artist and can crack right. through like a rat out of their little kennel. They put these cats to sleep at night. We do. I won't get too off topic, but her cats are a riot. <laughs> yeah, I should probably share more of them on yeah, our Instagram because they are they are special. Uh, so that is our biggest fat cat who's uh -huh. shoving herself into a little space on yes. our hutch. Uh, so we learned that there's a steakhouse, 
and it's called I believe it was called Hideaway Steakhouse and so we get there and um, it's just like it looks kind of like a cafe it's definitely not like a Fleming's and it's not like you yeah know, it looked like you went Texas to a Longhorn or whatever oh my gosh but if you are a meat eater it was the best steak okay. and you cannot help when you're there think about all the cattle you pass because oh. I shared that in our story how there's cowboys who are herding the cattle yes. in the middle of the street it's a rancher's uh, delight it, it really was and so we went and and even ian said this is one of the best steaks i, I have ever had it so it was well, really, yeah, really it was fresh off the prairie so i bring up this birthday dinner because i was able to get a local account of a ufo experience mm. From my birthday waitress, <gasps> uh, and so do you. you I want to hear it. it? Okay, yeah, I, I have not shared. I have not shared no. it with you yet. All right, so here we go. Okay, so I grew up south of here, and it's similar, like structure-wise, as Skinwalker Ranch is. Looks similar. It's right on the edge of the desert. When I was a kid, there was like six families out there, is all, um, and so. We had cow mutilations where they would, there was a perfect circle that looked like somebody had taken a laser and cut it completely out and it cauterized it. Another cow had her uterus taken out. Oh my god! We had a vet come and look at her. She is laid on the ground dead and he came out and said her uterus, like her reproductive system was taken out. And then one had her back taken, two spigots on her back, just cut, lasered off. Oh my gosh. Like weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. Why would anybody else well, do you that? you can't laser that yeah. off. A farmer would just cut it off with a knife or something. Yeah. It wouldn't be like laser to where it was cauterized and she didn't bleed out or whatever. The one that they took the reproductive system out was died, but the other two were fine. And then one time when I was sleeping, I was in high school and I have four younger siblings. And we were sleeping on the lawn. It was like June or July. And we are looking at the stars. And I was like, oh my gosh, look at this falling star. And then all of a sudden there was a circular like spaceship just over us. And you know how the sound of like um, electric car sound? That little humming sound? And that's all the sound that made. Oh my gosh. And everything was like still and quiet. And we were all like laying there. And then all of a sudden it buzzed off and landed in our neighbor's field. And I'm, I was the oldest of the four of us. We ran inside and we were like, Mom, oh my gosh, we see that a spaceship, a circular disc. And she was like, oh, does that mean you guys are still sleeping outside or what? And I'm like, oh my God. And then my sisters were like, yeah, we don't care. And I was like, okay, if they're brave enough to sleep outside, I did. I slept in the middle. And all your reproductive organs are all still yes, there. Yeah, apparently, because I have two kids. Thank you, Jesus. Oh my gosh, Miss Anna, thank you for sharing that yeah. with us. That's so awesome. That was a whole bunch of weird things. Oh my gosh, Eric's so funny with that line because it, I was just thinking, well, she wants to cauterize. I'd be scared too. Is someone going to come get me? Oh my gosh, what? How? First of all, how fun that you got to hear that waitress was open to telling you this story and that she grew up right there in the area, of course, but that that happened. And then mom, she's still sleeping outside. <laughs> yeah, you're still sleeping outside. I mean, and they're so desensitized from it. And wow. when you watch this show, Skinwalker Ranch, um, and, and Eric, I'll have to put it in the show notes because after we came home he's like you need to watch this one episode and i don't know if it was its most recent season mm -hmm. but basically the anomalies that they're showing and uh 
they are actually seeing activity on Skinwalker Ranch on this History Channel. And you know me, sometimes I get a little bit like, oh, oh gosh, Oak Island's still going on. They're never going to find the treasure. So I don't get sucked yeah. into the Skinwalker show because I'm thinking the same thing. Like, you know, History Channel wants this to last for forever. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can't deny that, you know, this guy's an astrophysicist. And wow, I mean, they do have some unexplained I, well, I watched the episode today. I think it was season one, episode, whatever the number is, it says they saw a UFO. And they they saw something, you know. And because they have scientists uh, on their board or whatever, their group, um, and they have the tech and the radar, they could tell, well, airplanes weren't flying at that time. Like, what was this? And I was thinking, is it the drone? Like, was it the drone? Right. There were some, like, aerial shots. But they say there's no explanation for what it was you know which one i'm talking did you see the I one do. where they shot the rocket in the yeah. air to try and they got the gamma radiation yeah, and, they had, and they have these uh like laser beams kind mm -hmm. of uh, you know putting it in uh, a secure area this cat getting all my cat my is totally business. loving okay so i want you to go ahead and share the cocktail okay uh that we I'm were so going excited. to drink right now we're having our little coffee or cafe. oh well Jaden did a target run and so he brought back some frappuccinos and it's sunday afternoon um and uh so anyways we're, we're gonna have our just mochas but had i been able to find the chartreuse liqueur that martha stewart 2011 halloween magazine um suggests for this cocktail we would be having this atomic daiquiri and which is from a martha stewart yes and magazine uh, from what did you say so 20 cute. what yeah it says display until november 1st 2011 wow now i'm a hoarder of um of Halloween magazines from back sure. in the day when that was the treat, right? You right. would buy a magazine or we had subscriptions to some. And uh, I think you can still get Martha Stewart Halloween in Barnes & Noble and it's just a compilation of like all her past. Um, I do things. have yeah. her book on my mm -hmm. shelf. And so, okay, so this is from uh, Martha Stewart Halloween. As we said, page 53, the Atomic Daiquiri. Uh, this makes two. You're going to take four ounces or a half cup of white rum four ounces, a half cup of simple syrup, two ounces or a quarter cup of fresh lime juice, which is equivalent to three limes. Now I'll tell you what, I love that Martha breaks it down, like to the measurements for Right, I love it too. Um, a half ounce or one tablespoon of blue carousel. Uh, she recommend 24%, I think it's bowls, B-O-L-S, and one ounce or two tablespoons of chartreuse liqueur. What you're gonna do is fill a cocktail shaker two thirds full with um, coarsely crushed ice which by the way uh, life hack you can use your uh, lime squeezer or lemon squeezer to crush ice into your that is shaker so cool. okay add rum add the simple syrup and the lime juice and then you're gonna shake vigorously until thoroughly chilled about 30 seconds and strain into a martini glass now here's the fun part you're dividing that up between your two glasses okay to add layers, you're gonna hold a flat-handled metal spoon upright in the center of the glass, just touching the surface of the run, uh, rum mixture. Slowly pour half the carousel down the back of the handle and wait until it sinks to the bottom of the glass. Then pour half the chartreuse down the back of the handle. Now, I'm gonna tell you a tip, do it slowly. Maybe get yourself one of those liquor pourers so that it floats to create a stripe at the top of the drink. 
Very gently remove the spoon. Repeat to layer other glass with remaining carousel and chartreuse. Serve immediately. Now, let That's me tell beautiful. you, this drink is so pretty, it caught my eye. And it's kind of um, with this couple dressed up with like stuff from the hardware store as, uh, All in you silver. know, aliens, you know, type of 1950s uh, kind of thing. But let me tell you, I tried <laughs> to go to my local Vons and I couldn't find this liquor. And then I looked it up and realized, Oh, this might be a special order item or like very rarely in stock at your BevMo or Total Wine. But let me just talk about this chartreuse. In addition to green chartreuse and yellow chartreuse, there are five other versions of chartreuse available in the market. Uh, I won't go into that, but it is produced using some of the same methods as traditional cuvee, though it is aged for a longer period of time in oak cast. Um, and it is basically made for monks in France. And See, with 130, I'm you, I think I had some in Vienna because we had them. I bet you did. It's like 130 botanicals based in uh, saffron, and there's yeah. only three monks that have the recipe. They each like have one piece of the recipe, and, so as to not be able to share it. I think okay? that's awesome. So, um, so I'm telling you, it comes in green or yellow, and I just and now I've got to get my hands on some. Yeah. And then we need to make that drink. And together. we need to make it, and then we'll demonstrate it. But yes, it's a beautiful, beautiful color. So, um, so yes. But I want to say, Jamie Kennedy from your skin. No, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Jack, Jack Osborne. Jack Osborne. Um, he says it quite eloquently in the show that Skinwalker Ranch is basically the Bourbon Street of the paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> and that, wrong. Yeah, and that made me laugh so hard because. Um, star sighting, celebrity sighting. When I was deployed for Deepwater Horizon, I was having lunch with some of my crew at uh, Lucy's Retired Surfer Bar in the warehouse or American District of town, side of town. And he was at the next table. So, ma'am, Miss Bowman, Jamie Kennedy sitting next to us in the next table. And I was like, really? Because I didn't really. I was from behind, but we could see his script. Um, he had a leather bound book, and it, it said Jamie Kennedy's script. Oh, it. that's so mm -hmm. rad. So, How exciting. Yeah, so I felt like that came full circle. Well, let's cheers. And I think it did come uh, full circle. And let's um, just give a cheers, I guess, to uh, all the anomalies in Utah. <laughs> and Jamie Kennedy for that best mm -hmm. uh, said quote. Oh, that is hitting the spot. I love it. Okay. So... There's your beautiful cocktail, perfect for Halloween. So I really want to explore that. Okay, so in my little quick research, um, the History Channel on YouTube, I found UFO secrets revealed unidentified inside America's UFO investigation. Um, that, the guy from Blink-182, Tom DeLonge, um, whoa, he's like so intertwined with this like UFO stuff. Did you know that? Oh my gosh, yeah. He has his own either YouTube channel or he's been featured on. Yes. I know who you're talking that about. That blew my mind. Yeah. I didn't he went know like that. from rock and roll I mean, I can't read the like... name of Blink-182 song. I know that. Hey, don't be hating guys. No, I don't, <laughs> but I just, I'm just saying. And then, um, there was another, uh, history channel also, um, published on June 18th, uh, uh, <clears throat> 2022. Was Eric's birthday is June 21st? June 22nd. 22nd. Oh, so close. It's just Mrs. Birthday by day. Okay. Um, it's called Four Mysterious Creatures Caught on Camera. The proof is. And um, there was a tidbit in there that we were talking about all these different kind of cryptids. Because basically that's what we're talking about. Right? Yeah, we're like talking aliens, about the cryptids. Grades, mm -hmm. uh, You're exactly right, sis. 
Mm-hmm. So I was trying to do some cryptid research. Anyways, did you know that Darwin studied worms for intelligence the last 28 years of his life and our brains may have been made up of worms at the beginning? Ew. I, I know, think but that. think about your brain. It is kind of wormy. Um, but anyways, Darwin's book, The Formation of Vegetable Mold Through the Action of Worms with Observations on Their Habits, is an 1881 book by Charles Darwin on earthworms. It was his last scientific book and was published shortly before his death, October 1881. Worms literally move the earth. Their passage through the earth aerates the soil and the natural chemistry of their guts renders soil and plant matter into uh, fertile pellets. And then there's an NPR thing on Darwin's earthworm um, experiment, so I'll list that in our show notes. But my point is, is that it was in this YouTube video, these like crazy mounds of worms, earthworms, that somehow I'm talking like a dozen of these different worm piles in the middle of the road. So the natural park was like, this is not normal. We've never seen these happen. But it was mentioned in that like weird creatures Ooh, phenomenon. that's so wild. Literally, they considered literally. it part of the cryptid or well, whatever Well, I, I will stuff. tell you, um, in that X-Files uh, show, it was really cool because when they're trying to investigate this murder that happened near, near a res, uh, you know, Mulder goes out there, David Duchovny's character, and he's looking and he sees these animal, um, I should say he sees barefoot prints first yes. and then all of a sudden it, it there's no big transition it's like the next step and it's an animal print so that's when you're getting the shapes and the, the shape shifter thing now and so i didn't know that because like Jaden was mentioning like okay mom you need to mark off everywhere on the map that you see cryptids and i was like what exactly is a cryptid you know and then i and there uh it's all big Ness monster Lock- count is one mm-hmm. i didn't know mm-hmm. that did you guys know that yeah there's there's crazy so in this season, uh, Jaden's looking for a map where Tamantha and I can mark off the different states that we've gone to and then talk about the cryptids. So Utah is marked off and it's all about I technically can say I've been to Salt Lake. I just not go to Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> Trent used to be in the demos for um, the Dew Tour when he was like eight years old and one of the stops was Utah. That's Salt awesome. Well, I want to tell you guys, if you are on TikTok, there apparently is a whole phenomenon that is happening on that platform. And it says, Navajo Skinwalker Legend gains massive popularity on TikTok. People on social media have taken a special interest in skinwalkers. The shape-shifting creatures of folklore have become central to memes, jokes, and stories on TikTok. While the myth has been a part of Navajo culture for centuries, it isn't entirely understood outside of the Native American community. Cherokee Nation author and academic uh, Adrian Keene warned that when outsiders misunderstand and misuse the history of the legend, it can be a like appropriation. Basically. Okay, yes. so we have to mad mindful. In fact, I will tell you when Betty and I went to that circle of rocks on uh, the mesa. And I saw the crosses and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went over and she had said to us, the tour guide, that the, whatever lady spirit's there, she was mm. told, wants people to touch the rocks. Oh. Um, it's just like a sign of, of respect, respect or this or that and the other. And so what I did, something I learned from um, my son Logan was, uh, and you guys, if you've been with us a few seasons, oh, you know yes. we talked about it uh, around Thanksgiving and doing land acknowledgements. Yes. And so that was very uh, important to me in a very important moment where Betty and I put our hands on the rocks and we just did a land acknowledgement thanking our ancestors um for letting us allow us have this time and and it was a very special moment the other moment that i had 
on the uh, Mesa was with the tour guide and this was kind of interesting she has a binder and it and it's actually very smart and you and i've talked about this on these interactive uh, ghost tours of sort when they can always uh share to you an article that mm -hmm. links mm -hmm. the ghost story uh some sort of facts in, in the background and so she had this uh, notebook at this binder and she's opening up, she, she's showing us where the triangle is. She, like I said, the homesteads. Uh, she talked about those crosses on the rock. And she'll talk about the different formations that the rocks kind of resemble. One of them is like an alien laying down. And she said, all the tours are very interesting mm -hmm. because people see different things. So she's sharing this. She's talking to Eric. Eric is like a kid on Christmas morning. He's so <laughs> excited. Ian's trying to, because Ian loves Facebook. Eric's living his best life. Eric was living his best life. And Ian uh, very much loves Facebook. So he's trying to do all his check-ins and take his pictures. And he's <laughs> doing that whole thing. And she's standing to the right-hand side of me. And we're looking out and over Skinwalker Ranch. And she had these big uh, binoculars. And Betty was doing that. All of a sudden, I got this urge to hug the tour guide. Wow. I just had this urge to hug her. And I, I looked at her and I said, hey, um, I just have this urge to hug you. So if that's okay, you know, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm such a hugger. <gasps> and she said that COVID was so hard for her. She was working with special oh. needs kids and they weren't allowed to touch. And a big part of her was always hugging. So I don't know what spirit told me like yeah. to give this broad a hug. But and like I like that, that you asked for her consent. Yes. Some people aren't huggers, but that's true. Just like Jamie Lee Curtis, she's such a... Uh, physical touch hugger herself that that's covid was hard yeah it was really hard anyway so wow, isn't that, that weird that i had that urge yes. in that moment whatever it just came yes. out of nowhere and uh so we had our hugging moment and all of that uh so this article of all places was found uh on yahoo sports just talking about the social media and the uh tiktokers and so just and those, to go, those domes you went to yeah, and mm -hmm. just to go back to um, what is an actual skinwalker, because I want to identify okay. this cryptid from others. On this article, it points out, in the Navajo tradition, a skinwalker or a yi is a mythological creature that is able to shapeshift into or possess an animal. Skinwalkers are sometimes referred to as witches. In the lore, a witch, who is also often a medicine person or high-ranking priest, can become a yi by gaining supernatural powers through nefarious acts like murder, seduction, or corruption. In the Navajo language, yi, um, nalalushi, translates to by means of it, it goes on all fours. The sci-fi mm. series, The X-Files, popularized the skinwalker legend outside of the Navajo community in its 1994 episode Shapes. In the episode Mulder and Scully investigate a murder on a Native American res and discover a skinwalker. Um, later on you um, you know you can just go on History Channel right now and you will see that there's those is the skinwalker show so it's very 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 popular. Yeah we watch it through Discovery Plus uh, but also like I said the History Channel on YouTube has some very fun interesting intriguing videos yeah and then on um history 
www.skinwalkers.co.uk, according to some traditions, skinwalkers were once healers and medicine men who were corrupted by their own power mm. and turned to evil. In modern times, comparisons are frequently made with the Sith Lords of Star Wars universe. Wow, so Star Wars I fans, there's a little bit that. for you. Don't go to the dark side. Ooh. It's also been said that social transgressions and the breaking of tribal taboos can cause anyone to become a skinwalker. Mm. Frequently imaged or imagined in the form of monstrous coyotes, wolves, and bears. Skinwalkers are supremely powerful beings said to be near impossible to kill. Although according to widely reported lore, a bullet or a knife rubbed with white ash may just do the trick. So um, I have not delved too much into TikTok. No, I feel like this But is I think it's legit Native American um, based based teens or young adults who are are more open to talking mm-hmm. about the skinwalkers i find that with a lot of um the things that i've watched uh most of the elders won't talk about it and even in the ufo one with well, they uh, really jack osborne like secrecy he's like the the elder there he was like i have no beef with skinwalkers yes he <laughs> like, made it clear. i just i just want that to be known yes <laughs> and i because they don't want to break the code so interesting because you know tiktok's one of those phenomenon social media things that's like i go on it and then i don't go on it yeah you know but then i'll get sucked in for like 45 minutes Okay, hey, does anybody else have any skinwalker stories or cryptid stories? I don't know. I know that Eric would like us to delve into Bigfoot. Well, I Um, want to do Bigfoot because we need to go to Oregon. We need to go visit Trent in Oregon, and we need to do a whole little thing in the PNW Washington area, I feel like, would be fun. I think there's just, there are things you cannot deny, you know, and we have... I think people want to, but they're just fun killers. They are a little bit of fun killers, but also I think going back to kind of what these articles are saying is like, and we have often said this too, don't just go unknowingly. Sure. Um, be protected. Be respectful. Be respectful. Um, this is somebody's uh, culture. Um, these things go back, you know, generations, if not. Many, and many and many of course, moons. some entities have yeah. always been. That's what we're learning too, mm-hmm. right? When you watch some of these ghost shows and uh, there's one that's called These Woods Are Haunted. Um, they will sometimes talk about these elementals and it's like they have always been. And most times, guys, it's in a deep forest. Yes. You know, and so... Deep green. Yeah, deep green. There you go. I like that. So, mm-hmm. guys, if you're into cryptids, oh. uh, be sure to comment and uh, let us know if you've had an experience or what you would like us to learn more about because mm-hmm. uh, the whole cryptid nation is... is I mean, and then We they, just scratched the surface because oh, there's barely, so much to barely. it. Yeah. I mean, there are so many theories and I would say conspiracy theories that where the government has been involved. They have secret military... Um, things within the Mesa. Yeah, because it's not I'm wearing far, my, the Mesa shirt. It's not today. far from a military. But she base. said, uh, the tour guide, she goes, here's the thing. It's a small town and everybody knows everybody's business. If a military crew were to come in the middle of the night, no matter what, somebody would know about Men it. Black. Now, what she did say is that everybody from that show who stays at the local hotels are super nice. That's She's good. never heard one bad thing. They tip well. They oh, um, so that that was very cool. And you know, the other thing she said, and I'm I'm leaning into this because we were following somebody on Patreon. Like the traveling museum, very popular, uh, very very popular. Mm-hmm. They have a show too, like on Amazon that you can rent. 
and like the wife's a witch and the guy's I don't know what his background is but they, you know they talk about aliens they talk about mm-hmm. cryptos and everything and they, what they were delving deep into was that there's this cave system throughout the United States mm-hmm. and where these aliens can hide and these things and so I bring wow. that up because the Mesa there is this theory uh, or superstition that there's a UFO buried in that mountain or there's like things portals and I do think that certain things could have that magnetic mm-hmm. um, variance, like where you're coming to know more. The triangle, Bermuda mm-hmm. Triangle, the Alaska Triangle. We're learning that there's these different things on planet Earth where maybe it is a portal. Maybe mm-hmm. people can jump space. Maybe, I mean, I really don't know. It's it's kind of, to me, like very is it, is that Was it America and Doctor Strange? Is she the one that... Mm-hmm. 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 I think anything's the jumpers, you know. Well, hot damn. That's our first episode on Encrypted, guys. Yes. (laughs) Cheers Cheers. to us. Cheers to us. And uh, once again, make sure you're following us on uh, at Paranormal Talk Cocktails on TikTok. Yes. Um, Also, our YouTube channel, at Frolicking Chronicles. Guys, we need those subscribers. Uh, And uh, we'll start sharing more in-depth information in BTS. That's right. All right. We're midway through our